0: Takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you, man. Oh. It, and it's a lad like from Manchester. Oh. who, oh. like who scored Only chance in my team like man U. Yeah, like man oh,
3: again. again. Thank
0: How about 19, Martial is isolated. Skirtle here. Oh, yes!
2: Welcome to Manchester United, Anthony Martial!
0: I'll oh, oh, oh. be for backstage till the bar's done. Slap one, slap two, that's she dance, sir. Fast one. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad might bang you, only champs in my team like man you, yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad might bang you, only champs in my team like man you, yeah, like man you. Still
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Muga. This evening, I'm joined by two of the mugger generals. I guess we'll call you guys mugger generals. Uh, Timmy, how you doing, mate?
3: All good, my bro. Everything cushy good. around here. Yeah, obviously, they can't Timmy, see man has got the ring light in now.
2: We can't see this. Come can't on, I'm looking, looking shiny and nice, nice, that. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, no, you have got Stevie with no ring light. How you doing, mate? <laughs>
4: I'm good, I'm good. I just booked in my trim this Friday, innit? it? So we're lighting yeah, up the world. We know how you
2: get we know how you get down. Um, For <laughs> those of you who are listening, if you're not already signed up to our Discord community, what are you doing? Make sure you sign up. The Discord watch-alongs, not just for our games, but all the games we have going on are hilarious. Uh, you get some insight, you get some jokes, really building our community. Uh, if you're somebody who prefers the visual stuff, let us know. One person asked last week, could we make the pod vid- visual and post it on the YouTube I just don't bother because it's like time time consuming and we don't get that many views. But if that's what you want, yeah, drop us a message. You've got our Twitter account. It's at tlf underscore mugger. Um, if you haven't already signed up for the Patreon, sign up for the Patreon. We've got months and month of archived uh, content with more content to come. Um, with all that being said, with all the business being put to aside, uh, let's let's get into it. So uh, yesterday's game. Uh, after Oli promised, there's one thing I can guarantee you. This game won't finish nil-nil. Uh, what's, what's gone on and happened? The game finished nil-nil. Um, probably the most boring game Leeds have played all season. Uh, and, and we were involved, naturally. And um, I'll come to you first, Timmy. Um, what were your thoughts going in? Because obviously, 21 and 21's dead. We knew that. But mathematically, we were there and thereabouts. And what were your thoughts going into the game? And then what were your thoughts on the performance?
3: Um... To be honest, um, my 21 and 21 was kind of half hearted. Like ever since City um, lost to Leeds, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe. But like in my head, I knew um, it was all about securing second place for me. That was the most important or it's all about securing second place for me. That's what's most important. So um, I went into the game thinking that I would take a draw. Leeds are a good side, um, as they've shown this season. They've taken points off Liverpool, City, Arsenal, Chelsea. I think they've taken points off Leicester as well. So, um, all, the, all the big teams like Leeds have taken points off. I knew it was going to be a potential banana skin. Um, if you'd offered me a point at the beginning of the game, I would have taken it, just because um, it's just a, a step closer to um, top four and Champions League. Uh, I saw the lineup, and that I was a bit disappointed to not see Cavani start I was disappointed to see James start and um, I don't know man I think I'll go as far as saying that that guy cost us the game because he was he was dreadful man he was awful like man I don't even know how he's still got a job playing for, for United I don't know but um, on the whole, man, boring game, to be honest with you. So boring, like, so boring. Yesterday was so boring for ball, like, right? apart from, obviously, the Burnley game. Even the final was boring. Um, not really too much to say, man. The point is good. One step closer to uh, Champions League football. Um, I think we got Liverpool this weekend, so roll on Liverpool. If we can beat them, then, yeah, it's secured. Calm. Um, how about you, TV,
2: what were your thoughts watching the game? I didn't watch the whole um,
3: thing. Yeah, it's
4: funny. Like I came into it and I think the first thing I heard Jamie Carragher say was this is a terrible match of football. Um, and, it, and it looked it. It looked it. It just looked like two teams. Great
2: advert for the Super League.
4: in it, right? <laughs> it just looked like two teams who were perhaps gone on holiday maybe one or two weeks um, a bit too early. I don't think there's massive amounts to play for. I know ther- theoretically we're still playing for second, but in all likelihood, it looks like we're going to get that. Leeds have had um, a pretty good season. And and to be fair, they turned up from a defensive standpoint. Um, in the reverse fixture, we got, I think it was two really early goals, um, which meant that Leeds had to come on to us and sort of played into our hands for the rest of that match, which is why I think we saw... Um, such a good performance, but um, the reverse happened yesterday, where um, Leeds defensively their shape was was quite good. They denied us um, space in behind, which is what we sort of thrive on. Um, and the thing with United is, if we don't get an early goal, we tend to struggle for a goal until the opponent comes comes onto us and scores. At which point, we seem seem to sort of turn the whole game on. Neither of the two happened and so I'm not surprised um it was it was a draw considering we didn't score early. Um I think that's the seventh nil-nil draw we've had this season, something crazy like that, which of course is more than um any other opponent. So yeah, I mean we're struggling for goals. Bruno's also struggling from goals in open play, out of open play. Right. Um and we've got the Europa League coming up soon as well. So it's crunch time again. Um, let's hope it's not Groundhog Day like last season, where
2: yeah, let, let's talk about certain players. Certain players you guys have, have mentioned. Um, let, let's start with Bruno. Okay. <laughs> I pulled his name out of a hat there randomly. Boy, so, um, yeah. <laughs> man,
3: need to start answering for their crimes. So you, guys, you, you guys <laughs> I, I won again.
2: <laughs> you guys know me, you guys know, <laughs> you guys know how I felt. I felt this way when he was scoring. Um <laughs> I'm noticing the the conversation around Bruno starting to tilt. I don't know if you've noticed it too, Stevie. People are now asking, what does he do outside of goals? People are now noticing his sloppiness, his poor technical execution. Um, When he's playing like this, what use is he to the team, to the franchise, to the business? Well,
4: when Fred the Red's not there to sort of boost (laughs) our performances, he's a bit like a mascot, isn't he, Um, Bruno? That's all he's doing. He's shouting... And he's screaming um, and being enthusiastic. He's not doing um, much else. It kind of reminds me a bit of um, of Deli Ali um, a few seasons ago when he was early in his Tottenham career and he was scoring at quite an unsustainable rate. And as soon as the goals dried up, people started questioning what does this guy actually bring to the team? Um, and it's the same for Bruno. I think in reality. Most people know that Bruno doesn't contribute huge amounts to the game, and even me, who's like a big fan of his, knows that if he's not scoring he's not contributing. but I think it's when the commentators probably realize um like a whole season late that when he's not contributing goals or assists, he's not doing much um I think it starts to get a bit more media attention, and the eyes are a bit more focused on him um yeah, I mean, I don't think he played particularly worse than anyone else yesterday but I just think he's not um, he's not affecting games and that's what we paid the money for him to do so hopefully he finds his form he has played more minutes than than your average um, attacking midfielder so I'm not going to be too critical on him because I know you two will be so
3: yeah man no man yeah I'm happy to
2: come over to you to me
3: Nah, you go, bro. You go, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't
2: mean, <laughs> who wants it first? Bro, I'm like you, man. Honestly, with Bruno, it's like, yeah, like I, I, I've spoken about him so much this season. And to be honest with you, mm. I think I've come around the other end where it's just like, whatever, man. Like, you're not a footballer. Yeah. Like, you do what you do. Um, and I've just accepted him for who he is. Like, the, 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 his goal, um, goal scoring, his uh, final passes, they've won us quite a few points this season. So I'll give him his dues for that. But what more is there to me for me to say about Bruno that I haven't already said? Really? Mm. We've got a Patreon piece on it, court of agenda. I'm tired, bro. I'm absolutely tired mm. of the guy, man. Like we're not, like I said, we're not going anywhere. We're not gonna succeed. We're not gonna win anything big with that guy being a key player in our team. His play is just his play is just not sustainable for what is required at the highest level. Get that guy in the super league. We're finishing very close to the bottom. Big games, big games week in, <laughs> big games week in week out. Are you nuts? That be a key player for us in the Super League would just be absolutely an absolute anarchy. Um, yeah. What can you say? I agree with you. He wasn't the worst of the bad bunch, but we always hold our best players to higher standards. No, yeah, uh, and that and that, being, and that being considered in the context of that, it just it just isn't good enough. Ollie's ran him into the ground for sure. I don't know where it goes with Bruno now. Like um, a few months ago, I took on a bet with um Aker. I said the attack isn't very good. Uh, it was like a, a week after the nine 0 against Southampton. We just won that. I said, listen, man, it was against ten men. But when you look at our games and you look at our performances, we don't have a
0: particular
2: we don't have a particular pattern of play, which leads to us creating the same chances again and again and again. That is indicative of a side that has a particular style and uh, something that's been drilled into them by the coach. They're creating the same situations again and again, and it's all repetition. And they're essentially scoring very similar goals regularly throughout the season our goals yeah. i feel like they come out of just nowhere like consistently yeah. just come out of nowhere sometimes it's luke shaw creating chances sometimes it's pogba sometimes there's bruno sometimes it's rashford making an off the ball run greenwood's been chipping in with a few goals recently as well and it's just vibes man it's just vibes and that's interesting to me because Oli made some comments last week about knowing what his strengths are he's very much into the man management side of things he said um and in terms of the coaching Uh, That's left to Michael Carrick, uh, McKenna and Darren Fletcher. Um, So then uh, the question begs to be asked, what are they doing? What the hell are they doing? Because when I watch that team, I really don't know what is going on uh, on the pitch. Yeah, you look at... False image, man. I I will stand by that for the whole season. It's a false image.
4: Yeah, you look at Carrick and and Fletcher too, obviously they were... um they were managed and probably their biggest influence was, was Fergie. And obviously Fergie was amazing and whatnot, but football um, football's kind of moved on since then. And so I, I don't know if they're the coaches to kind of bring in and, and and instill these sort of patterns of play into these players because they never played under it themselves. And I guess Fletcher, I don't know what he's kind of done behind the scenes, but I don't know how much time Carrick's actually had to go and learn the ropes himself he kind of straight went from being a player at United to being a coach at United so boy yeah there's 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 a lot to be seen in terms of in terms of patterns of play and and instructing players in in different positions um it seems Ollie's comfortable with going with this vibes thing and and trusting the players to to rely on their individual brilliance um but clearly we need some sort of Plan or fail safe like i didn't even ma- mind if that was a plan a if we had a plan b um
3: but there is no plan b
2: mm. agreed but what are your thoughts to me
3: um yeah, it's pretty much the same thing really I know uh, Carrick is new to this whole coaching thing I think Fletcher's also pretty new to it so um I mean i don't want to say give them time, but they're not well. They haven't served like their purpose, so to speak. They haven't been in the in the coaching world long enough. So maybe it's just um, a point that we should just give them a little bit more time, so you just see what happens arises on the training pitch. Like long term, obviously, Ollie said that he doesn't handle that side of things, and I'm glad he said that because he knows what his strengths are. The problem is, as um, United as a as a as an organisation. They love to put on past players, and sometimes that Mm. just might not be. Sometimes that just might not be the right thing to do. Like, why don't you just go out and get a coach that you know can coach, that you know will teach the the team a a certain style of play? Because right now,
2: you you think they know who these people are.
1: Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications, and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free seventy-five dollar sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire. Get a seventy-five dollar credit at indeed.com slash blue wire. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
3: I mean I'm surely they know who can and can't coach. Like boy, in, i in the, in, the in, in 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 the footballing world. Do you know what I mean? Like, everybody knows that... um, um, oh, What's the, the gaffer's name? Leeds gaffer. Bielsa. Bielsa. Everybody knows Bielsa and his staff all can coach. You understand what I'm trying to say? And at the same time, we're still a big club like United. Why can't we start poaching coaches? We're talking about getting the best players. Why can't we get the best coaches? Because if mm. Oli knows he cannot coach... Which he's clearly said. Man management, by the way, he's up there. He's a quality man manager. I think he's a quality man manager. He knows he's a coach. Sure. All right. But also, get me some good coaches. Yeah, don't wait also, for Carrick to, to get sick. Don't wait for McKenna to get sick. Put them in the background. We need we want good coaches now. He um like even though he doesn't do the coaching
4: thing, he must set the tone from the top in terms of what he wants to see from the players on the pitch. So, yeah, he he might be kind of passing on that ownership of how effectively the coaches are coaching. But in terms of what he wants to see stylistically on the pitch, like that is still, it must still surely be his responsibility. So he he can't be um, devoid of all blame.
2: Agreed, agreed. Another player I want to talk about um, is Marcus Rashford. Um, Oli made some comments before the game about um, him asking Rashford how he was doing, didn't hear any complaints. They got him out on the Astro in trainers and his his toes were fine, I think is what he said. (laughs) Um, Something along those lines. Um, And essentially what I saw was a subdued performance from Rashford, who's clearly far off 100% uh, at this point. If we're looking at things from a position that top four is secured, uh, and yes, we've got the Europa League to fight for, um, what are your thoughts on, on what I consider running Rashford into the... Into the ground, which could be to the detriment of of his career.
3: Um, I'd agree with you, man. He's playing way too much. The problem is, if anyone can fuck up top four now, it's us. <laughs> so we actually can't afford for him to not play. If Martial was, um, if Martial wasn't injured. Then yeah, I could I could see um, him playing off the left and Rashford, you know, resting a little bit and just playing in Europa League when we really need him. But um, bro, this team could easily go on a three game stretch where we don't win yeah. one game, and then all yeah. of a sudden Chelsea have won three in a row. Chelsea win three in a row or Leicester win three in a row, and then all of a sudden we're fighting to stay in the top four. So. I think he has to play um the standard, the drop-off if he's not there is just way too much. Like Marshall not playing, the drop-off's not too bad. Like, in fact, some will even say that we, we are better <laughs> with um Cavani up front or um Greenwood up front. If if he was around and he was playing in place of Rashford, I'd hear it. But if Rashford doesn't play, then James plays every single game. And I'm sorry. I think Oli now knows he can't play again. Do you know what I mean? So, unfortunately, we have to bite the bullet with him. I like what he has been doing the past three, four games. He's just taken him off when we've either been comfortable or um, he's been ineffective. So, just carry on doing that, I guess. get Build a two-goal lead on Thursday. Take him off after 60 minutes. Let him rest and then repeat against Liverpool if the game's out of sight take him off if he's ineffective take him off if we're comfortable take him off i don't think we can keep playing him uh, i don't think we can play him 90 minutes uh, for the rest of the season cuz he's also got euros to think about as well and
2: agreed agreed i don't know if you had any any different
4: thoughts dv um no just to add that if like the two danger men in our team are fernandes and rashford fernandez isn't firing at the minute so if you take off rashford as well i mean i I can't see where the goals are gonna come from also and it's a wider problem as well also um it's ramadan as well so we've got pogba fasting as well so we know we're not gonna get anything um like the um the performance we could see from Pogba I mean he might be able to pull something out of the bag but he's not going to be in optimum um condition so really we've got our best free players and the ones who can conjure up magic probably not playing it's not even probably they're not playing at the top of their game they probably won't be um until next season either so yeah, it's, it's a thing where we're we're we're, we're stuck in a catch twenty-two. Rashford, Rashford plays. He's not playing well because he's not at top level. Rashford doesn't play. We don't play well because we're not at top level. So mm. ultimately, he kind of has to play and just hope we can conjure up some magic.
2: Cool, cool. Um, I wanted to ask about another player who we've been very quick. Well, I won't say quick to, but we've been very vocal about our criticisms. And I thought maybe uh, just to see what you guys have thought about his performances over the last few months, the captain, Harry Maguire. Uh, You've got got a bit of a chatter on on the old interweb about his consistency over the last couple of months. And, you know, we've been super vocal about how trash he is. Uh, our, Our defensive record has improved over the last few months and where we went to a team that was conceding goals every single game, we've definitely um, stopped the flow. Um, And I just wanted to get your thoughts on Harry Maguire's performances over the last couple of months. I'll come to you, uh, Stevie. Have you noticed anything in particular that have resulted in this improved uh, form from him? Or do you think it's all BS?
4: Um, What I would say is, I think as a team, we've been defending better as a whole i think at the start of the season um maguire was making more errors than he usually makes normally we know he has an error in him but at the start of the season he was playing uncharacteristically poor um now i don't really have a huge amount of complaints but also i don't know how many games we've played where we've been um we've been absolutely battered i think if we were in the champions league and still playing against Sides where you know they have a potent attack um, and a potent strike force, then we might see his deficiencies being um, being uncovered again. But fair play, you can only play against the um, the people and the team that's put out in front of you, and against them, he's been he's been pretty capable. I'm still not seeing an 80 million defender, but what I'm potentially seeing is somebody who I could be comfortable with starting a large proportion of games however that being said um, it comes back to your Bruno point in it like Bruno is good to a certain level is he going to be the guy to take us to titles question mark I think the same question mark hangs over Harry Maguire and he's one of those players who will play well for a while and then he'll remind you in a game or so later exactly why you hated him to begin with <laughs> yeah, he p- picked up a
2: booking at a uh, point in the game. He didn't want it. <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> man, yeah, man. You, you are who you are, man. Uh, obviously, you're, you've you been one of his biggest detractors. Um, I don't know uh, your thoughts on his form over the last few months. Um, if you oh, want man. to make a comment, that's fine.
3: I not really got too much to say about him. He's been all right. Um, but we've been comfortable. So when, when we weren't comfortable... Um, last week against Burnley, he got dunked on twice. People seem to forget that. It's funny because people are saying that he had a good game, but listen, you can be a defender and do nothing wrong for the whole game and then in the 90th minute, you let the ball roll under your foot and and the strikers now win one-on-one and scores. Like, that means you've had a poor game. I don't care if you've done nothing wrong for the whole game. That's harsh. You make make one mistake that costs you the game as a centre-back, you've not had a good game you've not had a good game. I'm sorry. Because you need to be concentrating for the whole game. It's the same with keepers. The only, the only position where you can semi-get away with it is a striker. Because a striker can miss loads of chances, but his build-up play was sick. He was all over the place. He was bullying the defenders. This and that, this and that. And, and, and you can let it off. I'm sorry, as a defender, right? If you're if you're at fault for a goal, your, um, your performance is capped. Yeah, so his, I w- performance, his performance was capped.
4: What I would say, though, yeah, just to play devil's advocate on Maguire, I think, I think a lot of is made of Van Dijk's like um, impact at Liverpool, and he is really—I don't mean a generational defender in terms of um, in terms of the level he's playing at, but in terms of in comparison with his peers, um, he's playing at a generational level. I think if you look at the rest of the centre backs in and around the world, I see a lot of them make mistakes. Like people be talking up Fofana at Leicester. I see him make howlers every week. Gabriel, I well, well,
2: mean
3: um, well, Fofana. a young defender though. I'm and I'm, near, like, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure he makes errors to the same level that Maguire makes errors. Nowhere with.
2: near the same level. And I say I'm not defenders. saying you
3: can't I'm not saying you can't make errors, but I'm talking mm. about game changing errors. Like a defender can miss a tackle or a defender can miss a header. But listen, when you're one on one with someone, you're supposed to be a strong, a tall, strong, commanding center back. You do not let flipping Tarkovsky or who was it, (laughs) whoever it was. You do not let them do what they done to you. You don't allow it. I'm sorry. The best centre backs, will Sergio Ramos ever allow that? No. But Sergio, but Sergio Ramos, bro, I tell you what, I'd rather you give away a penalty. The the thing I'd with Sergio Ramos, Ramos is he has
4: he has his clear deficiencies as a centre back as well. Like he's in that
3: mode of defenders that we see, bro, like, bro, you know what? Yeah, you say that he, about doesn't get, he doesn't get moved to like a little bitch. Do you know what? Do you Sergio, know what? We've no, no. seen this with
2: Maguire all too many times. And do you know what i will say as well? Yeah, half of the reason why Sergio Ramos. Has the deficiencies is nobody else is asked to do the job? The aggressive front, or all, all Van Dijk does for the most part is jockey, you know, jockey, 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 mm-hmm. jockey, filled you into an area yep. where you're crowded yeah. and then come in. Ramos is front foot, come out, leave thirty yeah. yards of space. To, how yeah. many defenders? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, go. 30, like 30 Ramos is on you, bro. Yeah, leave 30 you know what yards I mean? Uh, it's, 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 it's. You can question it, but yeah, I wouldn't put Maguire anywhere in the. Hey, hey, no, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> 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 OK, so, so you're giving Maguire a bit of credit. OK, I want to speak about another player, not in the team at the moment, who we discussed in the mugger chat, um, Amar Diallo. So just to give the listeners a bit of perspective, we were discussing Diallo not really playing very much for the first team. Uh, certain people, <clears throat> Stevie, of the opinion, it's not a big deal. I disagree. I, I feel like when you have the likes of Dan James getting consistent minutes, we've we've signed Diallo with a big price tag, and furthermore, we want to know what we've got. I think this is the perfect time for us to play him because these games there's not so much in them. The, the, why is he not starting against Granada two 0 up and we're playing at home? Um, I think he's a player I want to see what he's got. He played against um, AC Milan. Who did he score against? Was it AC? Yeah, yeah, good against 18. Like coming from the bench, obviously. Um, he's there's a familiarity there because he, he came from Syria. But for you, I'll start with you, Timmy, then we'll come over to you. Um, Stevie, what are your thoughts on how little
3: Diallo's been used by Oli since he's come in? Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Uh, I did say, um, when we were speaking about him before he joined, that um, what would it be like for him coming into the team? And it's it's been pretty much as as I expected. Um, garbage minutes here and there. Um, not really integrating with the first team like that, although he has been on the bench for a number of games. Um, not really integrated with the first team like that. And, um, yeah, man, uh, I think next season is his time. I think this season, Oli's got his his first-team squad that, unfortunately, Dan James is also a part of. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's got a he's he's higher in he's higher in the ranks at the moment. Uh we're still looking into um Diallo, which is why he's been playing with the under 23s a lot. And um I expect him to fully push push um Dan James out of the reckoning at the start of next season. However, um I think Oli, this is where you use a little bit of like your common sense and it's quite clear that Diallo is a much better player than than um daniel james so he should be getting he should be getting a lot more opportunities than he is but um i'm not i'm not worried i just think it's like the integration period that you need as a player coming from abroad uh,
2: uh, one nil. losing one nil to crystal palace
3: are they Hmm. Mm. i have to go check them odds boy <laughs> <laughs> nah um, but yeah man I'm not surprised I'm not disappointed either I think that Diallo is going to be fine um, next season is pretty much his time to shine
2: cool uh, come over to you Stevie
4: yeah I think um, in the case of Diallo I think it's just clear he's not ready that's my personal opinion what's of that based it. I don't that. know about
3: not ready
2: what's that based on brother I-
4: so based on based on the minutes that I've seen from him, so first of all, if you look at Diallo, Diallo came with a lot of hype and and us being United fans, we get gassed, we watch YouTube comps and it's like this guy's a baller. But really, he made four appearances at Atalanta. Do you know what I mean? The rest of his appearances were at youth level. He's what, eighteen, nineteen, um, he's extremely lightweight, and I've seen that from the games. He's played for us, even in the Europa League, where I'd expect, because we're playing teams on the continent, a little less physicality required when he gets on the ball. soon as a defender gets near to him, he struggles to to, to match up his body against theirs. And, and he's easily brushed off the ball. So um, from a physical standpoint, I just don't think he's ready quite yet for the rigours of the Premier League. Um, I think the under-23s is a decent level for him to learn that. And I, I think the key with me is I don't think there's um, an urgency to bring him into the side. Yes, um, yes, Daniel James is is crap, but um, at the same time, we've been playing Greenwood there before yesterday. I think Greenwood had four and five. So Greenwood was doing a job um, in the Europa League. We've been pretty comfortable playing Dan James in the Europa League. I know he has not been outstanding, but... Um, we've been comfortable with him in, so there hasn't been a crying need to play Diallo. And I think with youngsters, I want to
2: be bro. I, I want to watch my team and enjoy watching my oh, okay, team. Okay, but play. bro, from from in so the games the that Diallo needs.
4: has played, in the games that Diallo has played, you, you've seen him, right? He's not entertained. Let's yeah, he, face it; he, he had the he, moment he's got, against.
2: He's gotten bit minutes here and there. He's got a goal against AC Milan. That was entertaining. I will tell you that. Uh, tell
4: that you was it? <laughs> I'll that you, that was thing. entertaining, but it wasn't what you'd expect from Diallo, right?
2: So there's no doubt he's a youth player, and and the burst and technique that we see that he's able to, to mm. use at, at, at the lower levels will take adjusting to especially with you, especially when you factor in the physicality in the Premier League as well. But I still want to see him. He has technical quality, he's got a pass in him, he, he gets behind, he makes runs in behind, and he can beat players. And I want to see definitely deserves to be playing more than he's playing now. He's he's one of the Absolutely. best young players in the world. That's that's what we've signed, and that's why he had that price tag on him. And to be fair, I'm with Timmy where I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. That's all I'm saying.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean I'd like to see more of him too, but with the, in this case, I trust, I trust Ole. I think he knows what he's doing with Does the young he- players, and I think I think next season we'll see a bit more of him and we'll see him eased into the side because I think that's what you need to do. I he do, I do trust Oli's man-managing. I do. I well, do, do trust his
3: man-managing. Do
2: you he's he's man players per se? <laughs> do you just want me to say I don't trust him? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just asking a question. I'm, you, you're of course um, free time. Um,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I trust we, him with young we, players.
2: OK, cool. No worries. Yeah. That, that's cool. We'll watch. Like, obviously, I'm not worried for Diallo or nothing, but mm. like, where the attack is starving for creativity and quality and we've got yeah. an interesting young prospect, it'd be good to see what he can do. But yeah. Mm-hmm. He, you know he, what? On. I think
4: Ole done really well this season as well. He managed Greenwood really well. Like all of the stuff that happened um, with him abroad and with Phil Foden... Um, and him obviously struggling for goals um, this season. I think he's just managed the whole thing pretty well um, without having to make too many headlines of it. And Greenwood's kind of quietly come back into form, obviously, when he was playing well, um, but not scoring. The manager was talking up his performances. And it, it just didn't become a situation where it was a problem. Um, so, yeah, I think that's one example of where he's, he's shown his, his ability to handle young players as well.
2: Mm, one of the best young Talents in the world, not difficult, anyway.
0: Come
3: on, man, give the guy <laughs> some credit. <career, man.
2: laughs> obviously, investing Greenwood it's a no-brainer, bro. Like, it's only <laughs> gonna pay off for you in the long run, especially when you've got Martial struggling to look like a footballer. Uh, but anyway, I, I digress. Let's look ahead to Thursday's game against uh AS Roma. Uh, apparently, they're on a, a, a run of one winning seven. They lost this weekend as well. To uh, let me just double check, was that uh, Cagliari, They lost away. Cagliari um, right away three two. Yeah. exactly, exactly that to me. So looking yeah. ahead, um, what what are our thoughts on Thursday's game? Firstly, um, I want to hear you guys' starting lineup. Who, who would you like to see start on on Thursday? And then once you give me your starting lineup, what's your prediction for Thursday's game? Uh,
3: DDG in goal. So we'll have David yeah. Goal. Um, well, obviously, he's been dropped now, isn't it? So, <laughs> David Goal, Wambisaka, right back. Uh, I'll go Teller's left back. I want to see Baye come in. So, it'll probably be Baye, Maguire, midfield, McTom, um, Fred, Bruno, and then Rashford, Cavani, Greenwood. No, whoa, 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 Tim. What have you just done there? <laughs> forgot about I could you have, have said much. that at various points, boy. You forgot about Six God. Oh, my. I should have slapped myself. Sorry. I'll go Tom, Six God, um, Bruno, Cavani, uh, Rashford, Greenwood. That would be my team.
2: Cool. Uh, Stevie, quite animated on the sidelines there. Um, what would be your lineup?
4: yeah same but i'm having Shaw instead of um instead of tellers i think is where it's the only competition we're in at the minute right so i think we've got to play our strongest um our strongest 11 and when we play tellers it's like he's got an anchor on him like he can't he can't move at all he just stops and checks back he plays like like um the brazilian brandon williams which is shocking because we've got brandon williams <laughs> on the bench like he stops to check back like i've never seen a player on his strong foot, like stop as if he's gonna cut back so much. Just take on your man. He's been he's been only good for um giving Shaw um a, a prod. Like other than that, he's been he's been a pretty poor sign in. But um yeah, I'd have Cavani starting. I think that's probably where the bulk of our goals is gonna come from in the business end of this season. So I think he'll be key. Um and then yeah, I'd continue to uh, maybe rest Pogba at the weekends in in terms of not starting games, but um, bringing him on, and then I'd start him in the Europa League. You
3: you, you know we're playing um, Liverpool on Sunday,
4: yeah. Uh, <laughs> we really we really need to win that as well, man. We need to put a statement out. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, he just needs to stack up, stack up in the evening on football, and, and hope he delivers a big performance in the day.
2: Fair enough.
4: <laughs> Are you starting?
2: Slack up on food, what?
4: Dude. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what? I'm like 99% sure. Yeah. It's if done it. But I don't want to get my terminology wrong. And yeah, then, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just went for the diplomatic one. Cool. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I want and what we'll get is probably different. So, yeah, it'll be um, uh, Henderson and goal uh Aaron wan at right back. Uh I'll give it uh by and Maguire at the back and then obviously Luke Shaw at left back uh midfield trio um it's <laughs> well there's no point of saying what I want it's gonna be Fred <laughs> it's gonna be Rob <laughs> together and then it's say what you want bro. bro uh i if I wanted I'd probably go with um if I had to choose I'd probably go with Matic uh, as our deepest midfielder and I'd play uh Pogba. With Bruno uh, on the right, we're gonna have Greenwood uh, on the left, Rashford and up top, Cavani. At our present, it's Italian side, so he, he's done his dirt in that league and he, he knows the game very well. Yeah. So you, you, you trust him to probably notch, sh- get himself a few chances. Um, listen, we should be beating them. If we don't make it to the final, that's that's shocking. That's damning because yeah, all he needs to get over this hurdle now. Uh, if, yeah, if we're not beating we the to- Roma side, that's poor poor um but obviously naturally there's going to be one eye on that liverpool game because us beating them that would be the nail in the coffin in their top four race which would be beautiful worst title defense ever um it would be absolutely beautiful yeah. for us um yeah. yeah and i'm pretty confident of beating roma to be honest home and away if, I, if i'm being honest with you guys um so yeah we'll, there we'll,
4: are we'll... they're they're not a great side I mean um, it's funny like I look at I look at these sides every now and then you know like your Villarreal's your Roma's Mm. when you used to when you used to know like 10 players in that team yeah and I look at them now and uh, like I recognise Smalling and Zeko and that's it (laughs)
3: <laughs> yourself, my brother.
4: Yeah, you you still bang FM though, in it. I, I I can't. you you checking
3: for Roma on FM, bro? <laughs>
4: nah, nah, you, you got to do it. You got to do a, a quick check of their team. See so you. You can get on a on a cheap check deal, in it, bro.
3: Man watches games, fam. Watch okay. games, bro. Okay. When was the last Roma do. game you watched? Watch games, bro. Bro, watch a little bit they the yesterday.
4: What, like two two minute highlight yeah yeah not long like, <laughs> was three
3: two in it bro bet three six five you can watch all these games for free fam like yeah listen we're yeah, not we're watching it. these games unless
2: they're paying yeah. us Timmy we, we ain't gonna hype up their product yeah uh, uh well, <laughs> that's great so yeah we're looking really confident for Thursday's game there's a, a few more things I, I wanted to run by you guys uh this week so the news come out Eric Bae has signed a new contract until June twenty twenty four and that was after talks of him uh not looking to sign because he, he wasn't happy with his playing time. Uh Timmy, what are your immediate thoughts on hearing
3: that Baye signed a new contract? Um yeah I'm happy. I'm happy to sign a new contract. I know that it, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be something that you know we're not gonna keep him for any probably longer than two years. If he's not starting next season then we might keep him an extra season the year after but ultimately we're just signing him so that we can get some value when we sell him. Um, unfortunately, he can't stay fit, man. And I do like Baye a lot, but if you can't stay fit, then there's no use for you. And that's why people love Maguire so much because he stays fit. He's durable. Um, is not durable at all. I'm not. I'm not unhappy with him signing a new contract. I'm. I'm actually really happy that he did because I like him a lot. But you just can't rely on him. And if he gets over the injury um the injury hurdle and we can start relying on him, then we've got a solid, solid centre back tied down for what another four or five years. I'll be happy with that.
2: Cool. And how about yourself, uh
4: <laughs> yeah, just I think it speaks more to what we're doing elsewhere than than actually by re-signing himself in terms of his actual status in the team because um yeah, it just makes me wonder how much are we going to prioritise um, a centre-back in the summer if if Bailly's signing on. Um, I think, to Timmy's point, it's just probably so we don't lose resale value. Um, but it also makes me wonder as well, like, where's Twanzibay's career going at United? I think um, there are a lot of people who are, who are fans of the guy, but he can't be number four centre-back for another season. And if we sign another centre-back, he'd be number five. Um, so yeah, where where is his career at United going? He seemed to have a lot of talent He's not really got a look in this season So I think that impacts um, his chances greatly And he'll probably be thinking about what, what his next move is In terms of Bailly, um, yeah I really like the profile of, of him as a defender um, But if you can't stay fit, you can't be relied upon To, to form a defensive partnership So he's probably going to stay um, third in the pecking order
2: Cool. Uh, Next thing I want to talk to you guys about is all things Hall of Fame. Today, we had our first two inductees in Alan Shearer and Thierry Henry. uh, And the conversation that started about the 2021 nominees. So I'm going to read through the list of Manchester United players who are in consideration. And between the three of us, I want us to pick uh, three Manchester United players to enter the the Hall of Fame next. So uh, United players are David Beckham, Eric Cantona, Andy Cole, Rio Ferdinand, Roy Keane, Paul goals, Robin van Persie, uh, Nemanja Vidić, Peter Schmeichel. Um, I'll start with you, Timmy. From that uh, list, uh, there's a name that's clearly it's a missing. mad omission. There, isn't it? Yeah, we will not <laughs> <we won't laughs> speak of it. We will not speak of that
0: man. We not <laughs> of that, man.
2: Um, Fuck that man. Timmy, from Should that have list, known with all we that mean. chest hair on him, man. <laughs> we'll, 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 <laughs> Timmy, from that list I've just given you, who would be your three to, to enter the Hall of Fame next year? Would it
3: is it gonna be my three that I prefer, or the three that I think it will be? The three that you prefer, David Beckham, obviously, oh, bro. This is so hard, man. But I just have to put Beckham in there straight away because he's my boy in it. So, David Beckham, Roy Keane, oh, bro. This is so tough, man. Mm. It's out of obviously it's out of Rio and Skulls, isn't it? For my third, bro, I'm not trying to leave Rio out, but how can I leave Skulls out? Bro? Mm. This is tough, man.
2: That's man you mentioned who you shouldn't have? That's why you're having to make this <laughs> oh, decision. Boy. bro.
3: You said who I'd prefer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm letting you know
2: there. why. I'm letting you know why you're here. Yeah. <laughs>
3: If, bro if it's who it will be then obviously it, Beckham would be one of the th- wouldn't be one of the three united players he wouldn't but it's who i prefer Beckham's there Keane's there and i've gotta go skulls man
2: okay cool
3: Beckham Keane and Skulls. the guy reinvented himself too many times so not put him there
2: cool uh, Stevie, with your three yeah skulls
4: um skulls real and keen for me.
2: Yeah, I think that's the three I'd go with: Skulls Rio, and Skolz, Rio, and Keane. Um, I think, yeah, all, all speak for themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's six players coming in, and you've, you've got other names just to give you guys a bit more context of the non-United players: Tony Adams, Dennis Bergkamp, Sol Campbell, Ashley Cole, Didier Drogba, Les Ferdinand, Robbie Fowler, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Matt Latissier, Michael Owen, John Terry, Patty Vieira, and Ian Wright. So that is a pretty, pretty stacked list right there. So it'll be interesting to see um, how many players, the club that defined the Premier, that has defined the Premier League, um, gets in that in that list.
4: If um, if Giggs weren't a pervert, would that have changed your your three?
2: I think it's very hard. I think it's very hard to to, to keep him out based on his uh, achievements. I don't necessarily think he had standout years where he was like the best player in the league or even the five best players in the league. Not while I was watching anyway, but when you put together everything he achieved over, what, two decades, it's very hard to talk Premier League Hall of Fame uh, and not put Ryan Giggs in there, to be honest
3: with you. He would have been the first inductee. Yeah, probably. He would have been the first.
2: But I don't know, man. His His highs weren't as high as Thierry's.
3: But it's not about that, though. They'll, 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 they'll give it to him based on longevity as yeah, well. Longevity. Like, yeah, longevity. That's, that's how we got the PFA, innit? He, in he it. literally, bro, he's literally been the, like... Yeah, he's missed like the, Premier the Premier League. League. Yeah, like, he's like, he's, he's number League. one, he Shearer number two, and um, and Henri would have been number three.
2: But Hall of Fames are always about individual individual player. And if you're talking about individual accolades, I think Henry and Shearer would get in before him. No, but a, we're not.
3: It's uh, not in terms, in terms of yeah, I like, think it's not. It's not, it's not individual. A, it's not going to be an individual accolade thing. it's Why just not? Basically, no, that's how
0: Hall of Fame work. Yeah, but
3: it's bro, not that's, of, based based bro that's not how the Premier League Hall yeah, of Fame is, is working. Because Shearer's got one Premier League medal and two hundred and sixty goals. Yes, that's individual achievement. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't put indiv- that. Oh, you mean okay? So he's got two hundred and sixty goals. That's all he's got. Right. Yeah, that's literally all he's got.
2: And that's why he's in there. and there have
3: been there have been, been countless better Premier League players than him.
2: Yeah, but am I, yeah, am I right? Am I wrong? Yes, but we're talking
3: about his individual achievements. So him I was, don't think it's an individual achievement. I don't think I don't think you could you know yeah, putting yourself in the and you're not putting yourself in the hall of fame based on your individual achievements. That's not why they're in the hall of fame, or else half the people on that list. Yeah, aren't
4: spo- aren't I, think, be on that list? I think if you just look at his glittering career and the fact that he's British and he's played for the most successful um, British side as well, I think he would have been. What individual uh, achievements
2: uh, has Tony Adams had? Been a top Premier League defender for what ten years? Is that and then Ryan Giggs was a top Premier League player for twenty-two years, bro. Yeah. Twenty-two years. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll never know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless he's lawyer, having on he's
3: the road, him on the road,
2: he's trying to agree to disagree. <laughs> he's, trying he's trying to agree to disagree. Agree <laughs> to disagree. To disagree. <laughs> I don't. know When did Ryan Giggs stand out periods in his career when he was? Bro, we've had I don't, don't want to hear about yeah. the time when you were in primary school. Um, so because <laughs> that's about half. That's half of his career from like the year two thousand and one up until when he retired. What, what was his standout seasons? But fam, how can you just how can you just cut out a, a half a man's career? Because I can't ju- I can't ask you to give me your opinions based on when you were seven. Why? Because you
3: know do you talk about our Champions League <laughs> <win> in '99? <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you do you do you or do you not speak about our Champions League win in '99? Yeah, what? Well, oh, why the- you were in primary school? You were in I, primary school. I watched I watched the Why game. You, what, you watched it that, when you were eight a, years old. A, you watched it at eight years old. That's, yeah, that's a false
2: yeah, equivalent. Name, 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 name me. the starting eleven. I, I, name I the starting 11. Start eleven. That's that's pointless. I couldn't name you the starting eleven from a game three years ago. Um, a false a false equivalency for you to tell me he was a standout player in the nineties. What what is that based on? Premier
3: League years. Premier League yes, years exactly. Based on Premier League years. Based on, I don't know, based, that's on true. based on, based on, that's not, that's based, on player, based on, based based on, based on, based on, based on, based based on, based on, based on, um, player referrals. Like, bro, like, let's. You want real, a PFA. Like, you want a PFA based on long, je- you want a PFA based on, here you go. Have That, man, that PFA thing is not for me. Yeah. I don't care yeah. about that. But yeah. But that's part want, of the legacy, no? I can't. Man can't just be. Man can't just be overst- um, understating what Ryan Giggs did. Like, in fact, why am I defending this, bro? I'm not fighting for Ryan Giggs. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna
2: leave it. I was gonna lose and You drew me out. I was gonna
3: leave no, and I'm not. fighting. for Ryan Giggs, my guy. I'm, oh, sorry. Can, can you separate, I'm really sorry.
4: Can you separate? the man and the player? I I'm really I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not wit. fighting for that. youth.
2: I can't, I can't. Yeah. How can I? I? I can't, man. I have no way.
4: Can you, Stevie? Nah, but I mean, his playing seasons were bang average anyway. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I think
3: you know what? Facts, facts. I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. I will never defend that <laughs>
0: like you. Bro. Never, ever, ever, ever. He's ever,
4: a my crazy, man. crazy guy, man. Isn't yeah,
2: I'm not even. I'm 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 stunned to be honest with you. Still stunned. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, it's um just not too many listeners' questions this week. I think some we've already covered, but I, I, I'll ask you guys. First question is from Shane Dowley ninety seven. After a horrible first half of the season defensively, only City and Chelsea have conceded less goals than United in the league. What's the biggest reason for the improvement? Do you think? It's a false
4: image. Do you remember that season where um, where we conceded? Um, I think we conceded the second most, sorry, second least in the league under Mourinho, and obviously De Gea was playing out of the skin, out of his skin. Um, it's not quite like that um, this season, but I just think um, we've been lucky in certain games where we haven't conceded um, chances that we've had, and we've also been playing um, with a back six essentially. So, socials given um the team a lot more protection than than we perhaps should have at the expense of some of our attacking capabilities so i think to me when we go up against a side where they have attacking potency, more often than not um we see our team make the same defensive errors and the same defensive howlers um that that that, that they usually do i don't think we're a great defensive side um I guess the the stats would say that, but I'm not a stats man. I'm still from the eye test era. So,
2: are you? Are you a Bruno fan? <laughs>
4: I'm a Bruno fan. A Bruno yeah. fan.
2: <laughs> you I'm contradicted Bruno Bruno yourself in, in, in two sentences there. That no, said, a, I've told, a... told you, I've told you, Bruno ain't playing well, innit? No, but, I mean, you Bruno even, ain't playing even, well on, even on his best days. It, he fails the eye <laughs> test. He fails the uh, Like, if we lose uh, a player, he fails the eye test,
4: bro. Boy, but um, I don't watch Bruno yeah. with my eyes open.
2: Painful. <laughs> 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 uh, how about yourself, Timmy? Um, uh, do you notice any differences between um, the defensive performance from the team in the first half of the season in comparison to the second half? Or are you with Stevie?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Stevie, to be honest with you. I haven't really got too much to say on the defence, but Guys, think Maguire has been good recently, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching when I watch this team. I swear to you, I don't know what the hell is going on, man. But we're getting results. But I just can't. I can't. You know, it like is when you, you win games,
4: you games, yeah. When you win games, you're happy in it, and then it 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 clouds it clouds the reality in it. So, boy, just like in in November when we all thought we were gonna win the title, was it December? But we we really and truly, deep down, we knew. Joke too.
2: Yeah. It is what it is. Um, <clears throat> from Itum speaks. Can someone on the pod explain to me why Dan James starts games for this club? Passion and pace is is, is my is my is my opinion. He's passionate. He works hard and he's quick, really quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Ollie's just a drunk, innit? <laughs> Ollie's drunk, but you know what?
2: It is what it
4: is, man. It is what it is.
0: Trust me.
4: Why is it that no one can say that alone? Someone always has to laugh. (laughs) Someone else has to jump on us.
2: Have you seen seen a video of it? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 So you should know
2: why. You should know why, then, Steve. He ain't okay. seen the video. though. Ah, just okay. so in the video. The guy goes, "It is what it, it is." is what it is, you know, is, like, yeah. it, it is, is what it is. But yeah, so why yeah, Steve yeah. is asking why people need to jump on when the actual video has the people okay, jumping? Sorry. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's Stevie, man, it's, it's always Stevie. Stevie. <laughs> 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 be for the beat of his own drum. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's he's, he's been on form recently, so he's been been
2: cooking guys in clubs and all sorts, man. (laughs) Um, yeah, we'll we'll leave it there, guys. So, just uh, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, Stevie, always love when you come through, Timmy, the same. Uh, loving that ring light, brother. Don't, don't, don't lose it. Don't lose (laughs) it. Yeah,
3: (laughs) looking nice and dark, fam. Good chocolate right here, fam.
2: No
4: comment. All right, Mariah, no, you no, have no. to, you have to, um, you have to get the video for this one, fam.
2: It's wasted effort. Yeah, just the outro. The outro. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, man. <laughs> nice one, lads. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, sweet. All right, all right, peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores. Marcus Rashford
0: takes yet Another step up the ladder, Thank you, and it's a lad like from Champions Manchester, from Manchester like who scored like that. Only chance in
2: my team like in my Description.
0: Oh. How about... So- Martial is isolated. Skirtle here.